Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 6 and the first nine verses. The scripture that I'm going to share with you today has been neglected by the church because it doesn't give you goosebumps. It's not a fantastic prophecy to look forward to, but it's instruction that has been left out, and I feel, and it's the reason our country is in the shape that it is today. Everyone is called into full-time Christian service. The words clergy and layman are not in the Bible. Just because a person sits in the congregation doesn't mean that he's any less in full-time ministry than a minister at the pulpit. If you go to a job and do it as unto the Lord, you are in full-time service for the Lord. You will be rewarded accordingly in heaven just as a prophet or an evangelist. The pastor cannot be in every place at once. A prophet can't be in more than one place at a time. God's purpose for a businessman is to witness to businessmen. He wants a factory worker to witness to factory workers, students to witness to students, and housewives to witness to housewives. He has born-again believers in all areas of society to witness and magnify the Lord each in their area. This is what will cause true revival in our nation and strengthen the country from the inside out. Parents are responsible for raising children, not grandparents, not schools, and definitely not the government. These groups may influence, but the final task of training kids is for the parents, and in particular, the father. God has appointed the father as the head of the family. Good training does not include destructive criticism, condemnation, unrealistic expectations, intimidation, or fear. Any of these will provoke a child to wrath. Training should be in an attitude that is rich in encouragement, tenderness, patience, listening, affection, and love. In these, parents can build a strong foundation of the knowledge of God into the lives of their children. You can take a look at Deuteronomy 6, verse 6 and 7, and Proverbs 22, 6. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 tells us, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. We found out earlier that wives are to submit, and here it says children are to obey. See, submission demands knowledge. Children do not know enough to submit, so they are commanded to obey their parents. Understanding will come through maturity. The obligation is on the parent. To properly train up a child, Proverbs 22, 6, in the Lord. To train them in the word, parents must know the word. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 2 tells us, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Children may not understand the decisions their parents make, but they are to honor their parents. Honoring of parents brings forth twofold blessings. According to Exodus 20, verse 12, quoted in the next verse, it goes, that it may be well with you 
and you may live long on the earth. The Greek word for well could be translated good or prosperous. That it may become prosperous with you applies to every area of life. According to Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3, and Joshua 1, verses 7 and 8. Also, divine health is promised for obedience and honor to parents. Prosperity and divine health begin at a young age and should continue throughout our life as we grow in God's word. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. 3 John 2 Wisdom is said to have length of days in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Proverbs 3.16 Rebellion against parents is rebellion against authority. Rebellion against authority is rebellion against God. God established the principles of authority for you to respect the ones over you. You may not agree with them, but you are to respect them. Children may not agree with their parents, but they are to respect, admire, and obey them. Verse 4 tells us, And you, fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Provoke not your child to wrath means not to aggravate them. Children become angry when they are corrected or disciplined without instruction. They always want to know why they are being corrected. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. They should be told what they did wrong before they are disciplined and what the Word teaches about discipline afterwards. One way a child is provoked to wrath is if you talk about a stupid behavior that the child was corrected for earlier, especially in the presence of relatives. Now Paul switches to the workplace in verse 5. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 5 says, Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and sincerity of heart as to Christ. Today, servants and masters are employees and bosses, labor and management. The words according to the flesh means bosses have no right to dictate to their employees spiritual matters. They are only bosses in the flesh over natural matters. If the boss tells you to go sweep out the storeroom, you have to do it. However, if he tells you to miss church in order for you to work, you should respectfully decline. You need to draw the line and stand up for your rights in the Lord. I want to clear up an area here about doing your job as unto the Lord. God called you, first of all, to that job to work productively. He didn't call you there to witness when you should be working. Witness on your own time. I've seen people who were fired because of witnessing on the job when they should have been working. They later said they were persecuted for the gospel's sake. I said, no, no, you were persecuted because of stupidity. How hard they work is a witness for the Lord. Spirit-filled workers should outproduce everyone on the job. They should arrive early and leave late. The word fear here means to respect. It comes from a Greek word tromos, meaning maximum exertion or effort. 
So how are you supposed to serve your boss? With respect and maximum effort. Christians should be the hardest workers on the job and have the best attitudes. With sincerity, singleness of heart, as unto Christ, which means you should have one goal in mind, and that's pleasing the Lord. You're doing your job as unto the Lord. If Jesus were standing beside you, would you work harder? Well, I got news for you. He is, and you should. If you do your job as unto the Lord, you will not only get your paycheck, you will get rewards in heaven. A paycheck is for the moment. Rewards in heaven are eternal. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 6 tells us, Not with eye service as men-pleasers, but as bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Do you know what eye service is? Eye service is working when the boss is watching and not working when he's not there. How many times have you heard or said, Look busy, here comes the boss. There's always someone around, even if your boss is not there, and that's the Lord. I like to say, Jesus is coming, look busy. If you need a raise or a promotion, don't butter up the boss. Don't be men-pleasers. Go to your greater boss, the one who is higher than men, and present your request to him. If you have been pleasing to him, he will see to it that you get a raise. He will get you a promotion either on that job or a better one. For exaltation comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. Psalm 75, verses 6 and 7. Ephesians 6, verse 7 goes on to say, With good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. The Greek word translated goodwill here means loyal enthusiasm. Loyal enthusiasm. You have your mind on your job. This is how you get away from being men-pleasers and working with eye service. Verse 8 says, Knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Whether he is slave or free means whether you are the boss or the employee. Whatever good thing you do, you shall receive a reward from the Lord. It doesn't matter what position it is. The Lord will reward you according to what you did with what you had. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall much be required. Luke 12, verse 48. Thou hast been faithful over few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Matthew 25. Verse 23. Let's go on to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 9. And you, masters, do the same things to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. I'm going to paraphrase verse 9. And you, masters, or bosses, respect all your employees like you want them to respect you, not threatening since your master in heaven is not a respecter of persons. In other words, bosses, treat all your employees equally. Don't play favorites. The word forbearing means to stop. Stop threatening. If they are not doing their jobs, correct them and encourage them. Remember, you also have a boss in heaven, Jesus. 
He runs the body of Christ, treating each member equally. Treat your employees like Jesus treats you. Now, beginning with chapter 5, verse 20, and continuing through this verse, verse 9, we have been talking about spirit-filled life, making better wives, husbands, children, employees, and bosses. Paul has dealt with the natural side of everyday life here. When we get everyday life straightened out, then we can go on to the next verse, verse 10, where we can be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We skip over these verses about the family and children and bosses and so forth, but we need to know those things and have those things right before we can be strong in the Lord. Amen. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you will share this message. God bless you, my friend. Remember, you can share your comments and prayer requests. Click the mailbag button on the website, or you can email me, mailbag at victorybriefings.net. With your permission, I'll read your comments on the mailbag section of the podcast. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net.